0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Just Glow With It podcast, and if you are new here, welcome. My name is Jasmine. I am a certified life coach, content creator, and the host of this podcast where we talk about all things lifestyle, wellness, personal development, self-care, career, and pretty much everything in between. So I'm so excited for this week's episode. We are chatting with the talented, founder, dad blazer obsessed, and aesthetics loving Libra, Imogen. So a little bit about Imogen. She loves fresh flowers, glossy magazines, oversized blazers, hot girl walks, Parisian cafes, frothy coffee, Gilmore Girls Self-Care Manifesting, and slow weekends, which is very on brand to what we love here on the podcast. So Imogen is actually a past client of mine and, and she is also the founder of the brand design studio, Bizu Creative, a design studio that's dedicated to effortlessly elevating brand designs and polishing growing businesses into a glossy, high-end brand that exudes effortless confidence. So in today's episode, I pick Imogen's brain on all things Branding, whether it's branding for a business or your own personal brand. So, whether you have a business that you're trying to build an effortless, chic, elevated brand around, or maybe you are an influencer, a content creator, or you just want to create your own personal brand and you don't have a specific business, regardless of where you fall on the spectrum, this episode is for you. In today's episode, we are talking about business and personal branding 101 what is the difference between a brand and a business because they are two very different things. First steps to consider when building your own brand, whether it's for your business or your own personal brandings. how to find clarity around your brand identity, how to find your target audience and your own unique voice from establishing a brand presence online and standing out from the crowd, how to rebrand when your current brand or vision doesn't align anymore. And she also shares some resources into that help her to stay aligned and organized in her business so if you again have been trying to build a brand around your business or you have your personal brand that you're trying to create for example i would consider myself and what i do a personal brand because i'm not really selling anything i'm not selling a service i'm not selling a product i am my brand this episode is jam-packed with amazing tips, on how to do that she also shares how to build an engaged community and so many other amazing tips so this is for my creatives out there I really hope that you enjoy today's episode I will be sure to link anything that we talk about in today's episode as well in the show notes so be on the lookout for that if you need any resources that Imogen provides or if you are interested in working with her or following her on Instagram she shares a lot of amazing tips and advice for brands and creatives personal brands and all that so i really hope that you enjoy that's all i have to say so without further ado let's go ahead and get into today's episode before we continue on with today's episode i want to give a quick shout out to our amazing sponsor care of they are not just a sponsor they are a part of my lifestyle to becoming my best self if your year started anything like mine you're probably trying to hit reset now and that is absolutely okay because it's never too late to get back on track and with care of self-care and wellness becomes a seamless part of your routine at any time if you haven't heard care of is a subscription service that ships high quality personalized vitamins supplements and powders conveniently to your door every single month and what's really unique about care of is that they offer a curated set of products based on what you need so what i get in my monthly subscription will be completely different than yours which makes sense because we are all completely different with different needs and the way that they curate your monthly subscription is through an online quiz that they have you fill out before you get started with your subscription. So one of my intentions for 2024 is to create more balance and have realistic health and wellness goals that fit my lifestyle and I get just that with care of. So whether I'm traveling on my way to brunch with the girls or headed to a Saturday morning Pilates class, I can just grab and go and i have my packet of vitamins for the day which is so convenient and useful another cool new option at care of some of their best-selling vitamins are now also available in bottles if you're not ready yet to subscribe to their monthly packs if you're interested in trying out care of you can get 50 percent off your first month subscription when you go to takecareof.com of.com and enter promo code jshaw50 that's t-a-k-e dot com and enter promo code j-s-h-a-h-50 for 50% off your first month subscription thank you to care of for sponsoring today's episode Hi Imogen, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. Of course, I, like I was saying earlier, I'm so excited to have you on because you are so talented in what you do and I love not only your work, but the information that you're always sharing on your socials. They're so informative and I just know that you have so much value to add to Uh, our audience, whether they have a brand, a business, or they're just working on building their personal brand. I feel like the conversation today is going to be so informative for anyone. Yes, definitely. And I'm so excited for all the questions and everything that we're going to talk about. So before we get into the nitty-gritty of business branding and what exactly branding is and all of that. I want to get to know you a little bit more. So, can you tell me how did you begin with Bizu Creative? What is your background? Did you get a formal education or is it are you self-taught? How did you start Bizu Creative?
1: So, I started Bizu Creative in 2019. And I just finished my second year at university and I was doing Two different internships in PR at the time um, and they're both with like female-led businesses um, and I really enjoyed I was mostly doing sort of social media things for them and that's kind of what initially inspired me to start it I was kind of like I could just do this myself and offer it to people and I was working part-time as well I sort of just started my Instagram and then continued doing that throughout my third year at university with like branding and everything, I am self-taught. um But I was studying beauty promotion at university, which is it's kind of a collection of things. But it was mostly kind of PR and marketing, catered towards the fashion and beauty industries. So I have like a bit of a background in that, and then my PR internships were also to do with that. And then yeah, I moved home when the pandemic hit, and I had a lot more time to obviously focus on the business, and it's just kind of grown from there, really.
0: So you said that you started off working with other companies doing what you do now. What was it like transitioning from working under someone else to doing it on your own? What lessons did you learn during that transition? And how did you know, okay, it's time for me to do my own thing? I
1: think sort of initial, I didn't know if it was going to sort of be successful or go anywhere. So I was like, I can just, I'm at university. There's not really any pressure. I've got no real responsibilities or anything I can just kind of take the leap and I don't have to worry about if it's gonna fail or not I enjoyed the people that i worked for but I also think as a creative person working under somebody else it kind of halts the kind of creativity and you know kind of told what to do and you kind of have to do what they want you to do um so yeah I enjoyed the fact that I could be just creative and I didn't have to do what anyone else was telling me to do and with the business that I created I could just create it exactly how I wanted but at the same time with that comes a lot of imposter syndrome as well mm-hmm. and feeling like am I qualified to do this and just always kind of thought
0: Yes, I recall, for those of you who don't know, you were actually a past client of mine when you were uh, beginning Bizu Creative. And I know one of the things you struggled with was imposter syndrome. And I know that is such a huge struggle for a lot of entrepreneurs, creatives, or even if you just have like a regular nine to five. What has helped you to overcome that imposter syndrome? Was it scoring a certain brand partnership was it getting a certain number of followers on instagram like what made you feel okay i i got this i'm i know what i'm doing
1: it's definitely taken some time and i think it's just one of those things where with time and kind of getting clients and getting the good feedback positive feedback and also posting work to social media and all like the peers and other designers also giving me positive feedback kind of like would help to reassure me and think okay maybe I do have something to offer maybe the work is valuable um, but it is still something I definitely struggle with but it's kind of just about rewiring those thoughts and being you know kind of looking at you've done all these things worked with these different people like you are quali- qualified to do this but it definitely still flares up especially when you try and do something new and different or mm-hmm. you maybe want to pivot slightly and new services and things like that it definitely is something that still comes up from time to time.
0: Yes, I agree. It's definitely something that's always a constant work in progress. So so now that you are you have been doing your business full time and everything, what does your daily routine look like?
1: So you know, it's different every day, which is really good. It sort of depends what I'm working on. But I try and have my morning routine and not get into work straight away. You know, kind of try and keep up with the wellness habits. And I live in the UK, so at the minute it's just dark and gloomy early in the morning <laughs> but yeah I try and I pretty much start the day with admin and kind of catching up on emails and things like that and then I'll just pretty much dive into whatever client work I have that day so I'll be working on a brand strategy or a brand identity it could be website design and um, I also have some um, retainer design clients so sometimes I'll work on things like that and yeah try and get out for a walk in the middle of the day and also Fridays, I try and dedicate to just business things. I sort of mm-hmm. call them like CEO days, um, where that's just all the behind the scenes things like planning content and you know looking at contracts and voices, just like all the more boring behind the scenes things, basically. <laughs>
0: Oh, I love that. I need to implement something like that because I know it can be easy to get distracted with so many different projects. I find myself doing that, but I definitely need like a dedicated CEO admin kind of day because those things are so important as well. Isn't there a saying like there's a difference between working on your business versus working in your business or something like that?
1: Yeah, definitely. And that's what I would do before. I would just sort of work on random things and all different clients throughout the week, whereas I try and have more of themed days throughout the week. Because um, I was just, yeah, working on random tasks here and there whenever I had chance, whereas having more
0: structure, it definitely just keeps me more sane. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. And do you have any tools or resources that help you stay organized in your business? So the first one
1: is Notion, um, which I know you Love use that. Notion as well. Yes. Um, it's just like a blank canvas and so you can just kind of build it however you want, which is great um and also DubSardo. if there's any like service providers that are listening they might already know about that but that's basically a project management tool and um, mm-hmm. so that's where I do like all my proposals contracts invoices things like that um which is really helpful and then more recently I've just signed up to a platform called Azora which has been created by someone called Natasha Zorik, I think it's pronounced um who's like in the creative industry and um, it's like a client communication platform um, yeah, it's really aesthetic and very modern compared to other platforms that are out there. And um, so, those are kind of the main three that I'm sort of using day to day at the minute.
0: I love Notion, and don't you have a Notion templates? I believe for is it business creatives or just business owners?
1: Yeah, so it's called That Girl Business Hub, and it's sort of yeah catered towards business owners and creatives. Um, obviously, it can be edited and customized to lots of different industries that you're in, and I've kind of Merge the sort of business side with sort of wellness and like finance tracking and things like that. So it's like a bunch of different pages and things on there um, so that's really helpful and I use sort of like my own version as well for all things for easy Creative.
0: I love that, that girl business up. I'll be sure to link that down below if anyone is interested in getting organized in their business. It's also very cute and aesthetic, which is something that you are obviously an expertise in. So I'll be sure to link that below. But getting into business branding and personal branding and all of that, can you share a little bit more about what you do at Bizu Creative?
1: Yeah, so I do. I'm a brand designer. So I offer brand design, brand strategy, and website design. Currently, those are the main things then I do sort of like add-ons to that as well so like business cards brand collateral presentations like all that kind of thing so yeah that's mainly what I do and I'm based in the UK but I work with clients all over the world um mostly female founders that are kind of in the lifestyle service provider sort of spaces
0: yes and your work is so beautiful I know I already told you that before our call started but if you guys don't follow follow Emojin on Instagram. I'll link her page down below. It is so beautiful. All of the work that you do, the way that you just capture the essence of all these different brands is just so amazing. Ah, thank you so much. So this might be an unpopular opinion, but I think the week before your period starts is worse than being on your actual cycle from the cravings, your skin breaking out, feeling unmotivated. It's a lot to deal with, okay? And if you relate to any of this, let me put you on to something that's made my PMS easier to manage. It's called Estro Control. Estro Control is a formula that was developed by Happy Mammoth, a supplement company that's dedicated to making women's lives easier. And I just have to say, they have made my life so much easier. With Estro Control, it contains science-backed herbal extracts that help support hormonal health, especially in women who experience PMS symptoms. So, how it works is the ingredients help support the liver, which is where our hormones get processed, especially estrogen. So, when the estrogen isn't processed well in the liver, that is when we can start experiencing PMS symptoms. So, Estro Control was created to help women feel like themselves all throughout the month. Because let's be really real, we get one good week if we're lucky. So if you're interested in trying out Estro Control, you can actually get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com when you use our promo code JSHAW at checkout. That's happymammoth h a p-p-y-m-a-m-m-o-t-h.com and use promo code JSHAW that's J S H A H at checkout for 15% off your first order. Thank you to Happy Mammoth for sponsoring today's episode. So I kind of want to get into business branding 101 for those of us who aren't really familiar knowledgeable with what branding is. Could you kind of give us a 101 guide of what is the difference between a brand and a business and why is having a brand important to a successful business?
1: Yeah, so a business is just an entity. It's just the products and the services that you sell in exchange for money, whereas your brand is your whole identity and image. It's how you're perceived by a consumer. And it's very much based in emotion as well. Um, mm-hmm. The way you can have like very similar products, but you can feel very differently about two different brands, depending on what the branding is. Um, so branding is literally just all of the visuals, like the, all the logos, color palettes, typography, suites, imagery, like all that kind of thing and how it's all brought together to yeah, create a whole brand image and hopefully be instantly recognizable and memorable to your target audience.
0: I love how you said it's the emotion behind the business. As you were describing like w- the difference between a brand and a business, there were a few brands that I Was thinking of like for me one of the my favorite personal brands is summer fridays and like obviously i love their products but i love even more their branding and to me it's almost like a lifestyle like their products give me a lifestyle would would that be kind of like what you're talking about
1: yeah exactly it's like it's a whole experience it kind of Mm -hmm. draws you into their world and an example i always use that everyone knows is like apple like they're so known for their products great products but also you know what an apple store is going to look like it's sleek it's minimal they've got great customer service it's instantly recognizable and memorable and it's a very reliable Brand like you know what you're going to get for it and also branding really helps with being able to charge more if that's what you want to do as well um you know i, I use starbucks and as, as an example as well like you could Make coffee at home, but instead you choose to go to Starbucks. Like the brand, the branding encourages you to invest in the businesses, even though mm. the products might be very similar depending mm. on the brand.
0: Yes, that makes so much sense. So, what would the first steps to consider be when trying to build your brand, either for your business or even just your personal brand? I would
1: say thinking about who you want to be and what you want to be known for, especially for personal brands I know personal brands are very they're just like on constantly on the rise especially with like influencers and creators and even with businesses like mine it's still so important to have the personal brand and I'll, like I'll use Kim Kardashian as an example because she's got a really strong personal brand and her businesses all feel like an extension of her mm-hmm. they're all very neutral and even though their branding like the logos and everything is different they all still make sense for Kim. If that makes sense Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to just be be you and find out like what your uniqueness is and sort of who you also want to attract with that brand because it's important when it comes to building out like an actual brand identity and especially with like color psychology and things like that about knowing who you want to attract
0: and what would you say are common mistakes when trying to like find your brand especially for let's say personal brand or even you know businesses like if you are trying if you like a lot of different things or you have different styles I know for me personally I'm into like a lot of different things and trying to find a way to kind of niche down but also still show my full self is a struggle so what are some other common mistakes or struggles that you find people dealing with when trying to figure out what their branding is either for their business or personal branding
1: yeah that's definitely very common a lot of people that I work with be at that- have like a lot of you know all different styles and things that they like or they just have no idea about what they what sort of direction that they want to go in um and i find that especially for more of a business like you know maybe like a product-based business a common mistake that i see is that people try and base it off personal preference Um, so mm. if i send like a branding presentation over i always try and put a disclaimer to say you know when you're thinking about this Think of it from the viewpoint of your target audience, and rather than just I personally don't like that color, because mm-hmm. you know there's all strategic reasons why I've chosen certain colors and fonts and things like that. um But yeah, I think when it then comes to a personal brand, that is more just about you, and um, so that's obviously okay to kind of go off personal preference. And part of when I sort of onboard a client, I always get them to create a Pinterest board and just whatever inspiration you see and comes to mind that you like pin that to the board and there's always reoccurring themes so you might think that there's lots of different styles but there might always be like a certain type of font that you like or certain colors that keep coming up, and textures and things like that and it kind of creates an overall vibe so I would say that's a big tip if you're starting a business or if it's even just a personal brand something as simple as a Pinterest board can go a long way and it's something you can do yourself and it's free to do
0: Mm -hmm. i love me some pinterest and i think that's a really good idea um in terms of like starting like figuring out what it is that you like or that you naturally gravitate towards and what about when it comes to finding clarity around well first and foremost what exactly is a brand identity
1: well it's kind of like the the culmination of all those like visual elements Um, Mm and like we were saying earlier about the whole brand experience Um, Mm. and just ensuring that that is applied to like website and social media you want it to be cohesive across all platforms so brands like Summer Fridays are always using the same colors and fonts and things like that it's always cohesive and their imagery all kind of fits together they're not just always using different random fonts and things like that so that's sort of the whole brand identity
0: Mm, okay, so more of the aesthetics and the visuals and making sure it kind of all is cohesive. Okay, got it. So you also mentioned that a brand is ties in with the emotions and pulling on the emotions of your audience or your customers or whoever. How do you go about that and... Also, how do you identify or figure out exactly who your audience is and what your unique voice is, especially with social media and how you choose to show up, whether it's the type of content you create or the tone that you speak in i know it can be easy to get influenced by so many other brands or influencers or whoever how do you find like what your true voice is and who you're speaking to so in the strategy phase i always
1: i'll provide my clients with a questionnaire and then i kind of do my own research and kind of create a document that pulls all of those things together and sort of create a client persona sort of like a made-up person that their ideal client. So, at the demographic, and but also going deeper and thinking about what their interests are and what they're actually struggling with, and how your brand is going to help them solve that. What it, you know, who they are as a person, and how the business is going to solve that, and also looking at competitors and the gaps in the market, and seeing where we can kind of, you know, kind of be the brand that you want to be, but also being unique at the same time. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. yeah I always create sort of like a client persona and I think it's um, with like the influence from other people once you have like your branding and everything done um, at least in my process I always give brand guidelines at the end of a project and I think it's important to stick with that and Mm. not stray and it's hard because even myself I'll see like a new font or you know a new design or there's always like new trends and things like that that you sort of want to try out but you work really hard to create a brand identity that is memorable and people will recognize you for certain colors and the way you do things so it's important to not just randomly start changing that just for the sake of trends and just remembering that you've got the strategy and you know why your brand looks the way that it does
0: that is such a key key thing to remember especially with social media it's so easy to just hop on the trends or like try different things i know I find myself doing that and then I actually, um, just like a side note, I actually am in the process of kind of like pivoting my content and the way that I want to show up and I went through my social media feed and I archived nearly like a year's worth of content because looking back at it, I realized I was only following trends and the content I was putting out no longer resonated with me and I was just like, this is not the vibe that I want to portray so that is definitely a lesson that I've learned recently and not hopping on all the trends and staying true to what your brand identity is exactly and I've sort of had
1: like a similar realization recently and I sent out an email about it just about like the whole noise especially within like the creative industry and you have like a million different people all saying you need to do things this way or you need to do it that way and the only way to be successful and you're gonna fail if you don't do it like this. But a lot of the a lot of times reasons people are saying that is because they're trying to you know sell you something that's Mm -hmm. you know relevant to them and it's not always the way to go. So I think sometimes just trusting your own intuition and just knowing this is how I want to do it. I don't need to cater to any rules or algorithms Mm -hmm. and things like that. I can just do me. And I think people will see that's authentic and it's genuine and the more I've kind of started to step into that and being more vulnerable online and things like that, I get so much more positive feedback rather than just posting like like say, this content that just doesn't really align with who I am as a person and what I actually want, the kind of message I wanna be putting out there.
0: Yes, I think that's so important. And when it comes to being able to build an online presence and standing out from the crowd, what tips do you have on that?
1: I think this is where personal brand definitely is key, even if you are sort of like a service provider, even if you do have a business and you're not just maybe like a creator that's online, the personal brand, like I say, it's really, it's so big at the moment and it's only just going to keep getting bigger. So I think just finding out what makes you, you, because there's so many creators and people online that are all essentially offering very similar things whether it's you know vlogs or things like that but it's your own unique point of view and the way that you do things that people are going to be attracted to so like I was saying I think you can feel like oh I need to do what everyone else is doing and be like them but when you're just yourself you're going to call in the right people and it's probably going to repel some people but
0: Mm.
1: the people that you want in your community are people that understand and vibe with you.
0: Yes, I completely see that right now with myself in trying to figure out like what makes me me and seeing how that has been repelling certain people that maybe were attracted to my content when i was not fully me so on that topic how would someone go about rebranding when their current brand for their business or their personal brand doesn't align with them anymore or maybe they realize oh i was listening to all the noise and i was following all the trends and now i want to figure out what makes me me and how i want to show up authentically for my personal brand or my business i would
1: say kind of do like an audit of your brand currently and kind of identify not what isn't working so you know that could be are you not attracting the right type of clients um or is it the actual aesthetic is it feeling you know outdated or just not really reflecting who you are and your value so even whether that's personal brand or, you know, more of a product-based business Um, and a question I like to ask in my questionnaires, and I can't take credit for this. I heard it somewhere else a long time ago, but it's, if we were to sit down for coffee in five years time, what, and I asked you about your life and your business, what would you say? And, you know, it really gets people inspired and thinking about the dream life. And then we can kind of create a a brand that supports that and something that's going to, you know it's not just going to be short term and i think that's that's key with especially with like trends and people telling you to do certain things it's to think long term and something that you want to create something that's sustainable basically and um, so that's a really good question and then like i said earlier about the pinterest board that's a good way to kind of figure out what is you when you take inspiration from everything what what are the reoccurring themes and things that you can pull out i think that is a great place to start and just looking even through your own camera roll and seeing what am I always taking pictures of am I always you know in nature do I have a love for nature or you know is like coffee my thing or like cocktail hours and you know what kind of things are interesting and make you you like the the other day I posted my story about Desperate Housewives um Mm -hmm. and I had so many so many people reply to it that have never interacted with me before and we were having like so many chats about it and it just really reminded me of there's everyone behind the screen is just another human, and so with your content, like I used to always think I have to be so professional, and I can't I can't be personal or vulnerable. But it's actually just the way forward, and that is the way to just connect with other people. They want to see another human. They don't want to just see this like corporate robot that's like got no emotion and no interest. So.
0: Yeah, it sounds like um, what you're saying is people want to see the personality and the interest behind the brand or the person behind the brand. And I know what you're talking about, the story about um, when you posted about Desperate Housewives, when I saw that, like obviously you and I have a connection and we know each other a little bit more personally, but when i saw that i was like oh my gosh because i just started watching desperate housewives for the first time so i felt like i connected with you on a on a different level so that's definitely a great um tip in just would you say like building more engagement or more of a community with your audience yes definitely and i'm the same if i see someone else that has posted
1: something and and i'm like oh my god that i like that as well and it makes me reply to them whereas before i'd you know especially if it's maybe another designer or creative I just sort of tap through the stories like yeah the work and it's beautiful but it doesn't really get me to reply you know it's just sort of something that I think whereas yeah when you show more of that personality it makes people excited and want to connect with you and chat with you so I think that's definitely
0: key. So I think we can all admit to having bad days whether it's because you feel a job interview didn't go well or you haven't been sticking to your health or fitness plans or if you're like me you had a really bad skin day on a very important night. It's easy to focus on the negative but I think it's also important to remember to take care of ourselves and one of the best forms of self-care is taking care of your skin so you can feel good on the inside out and that's why we are so excited to partner with Apostrophe. Whether you're dealing with hormonal acne breakout signs of aging or acne scar apostrophe's mission is to empower you and help you feel confident and comfortable in your own skin so apostrophe is an online platform that connects you with an expert dermatology team to get you customized acne treatment for your unique skin through apostrophe you can get access to oral and topical medications that use clinically proven ingredients to help clear acne all you have to do is fill out an online consultation about your skin goals your medical history you snap a few selfies and a dermatology provider will create a customized treatment plan just for you apostrophe offers access to prescription treatments for all types of acne so from hormonal acne facial acne to even back chest and butt acne apostrophe helps treat breakouts from head to toe my current skincare goals are to focus on improving my skin texture and fade my dark spots and Apostrophe's customized treatment plan has been helping me so much with this goal of mine. We even have a special deal for our audience. You can get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash glow when you use our promo code glow at checkout and that is a savings of $15. Again. That's apostrophe, A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash glow and use our promo code glow at checkout and you'll get your first visit for only five dollars. Thank you to Apostrophe for sponsoring this episode. I think that's something that I personally struggle with because there are certain things that maybe I want to post or share about but I, I stop myself because I think oh this doesn't it's not on brand or no one's going to care about, for example, like yesterday I recorded a funny video of my cats and I wanted to post it on my story, but I didn't because I was like, no one is following me because of, for my cats, or they're not going to care about this little thing that I find funny. So it's something that I struggle with to show more of like my everyday life or personality. But do you have any tips on how to get more comfortable with showing your personality especially online and also just like how to build a more engaged community if that's something that you have any advice on Mm -hmm. well firstly i really care about your cats so i'd love to see the video (laughs) thank you
1: (laughs) but yeah like you're saying i think people people do want to see that like as you were saying it i was thinking like i would love to see that and i think because for so many years with like the rise of like influences and things and Instagram being like a highlight reel I think people lately are really starting to get tired of like the perfect looking life and think of people are more clued up and they know that things aren't perfect and like glossy all the time and so when people see things that are real and personal it makes them want to reply and and even if they don't reply they'll be thinking Oh, I really like that person. That was really refreshing that they posted that. And I think it's something that takes time to kind of build that engagement and community. And I'm not—I'm still not even the best at showing up because I'm so—I am sort of the same, same as you. Like I think you're aren't going to be interested by this or it's not aesthetic enough. But I think the com- confidence is like a muscle, and the more that you use it, the better you're going to get at it. And as I've started to gradually post more personal and just real life things the more positive response and engagement i have back from it it's kind of it just like reaffirms that like this is what i should be doing it's the right thing it's really good people do want to see this so i think you know go comfortable go at a pace that you're wanting to go out and it, you know, it can just be like sharing your dinner or what you're watching at the moment things like that and just gradually start sharing more of your life and You don't have to share everything it's not like Mm -hmm. you need to do your laundry or anything like that but that's the amazing thing about personal brand is that it's personal and it's just you you don't have to have you know this instagram aesthetic and this perfect looking life it can just be you and the right people that want to see that will they'll find you and they'll follow you and you will build an amazing community that will stick around no matter how many times you want to pivot and change your offerings or whatever it might be.
0: Yes, I completely agree with just being over the perfect picture the perfect aesthetic. Like don't get me wrong, I'm an aesthetic girl, as are you. You I was reading one of your recent posts and I learned you're a Libra. I'm a Taurus. We are the signs of aesthetics. So I love a good aesthetic, but I'm also I find that I'm craving connection and community more than anything, and I've learned that, or I've realized for myself that some of my favorite people to follow or brands are brands that I feel somewhat of an emotional connection with, so... And another thing that I, just for anyone listening who wants to create their own personal brand or create content or whatever, your life is not as boring as you think it is because I see a lot of comments of like, well, I don't do anything interesting or my home isn't aesthetic or my life isn't that exciting. There are people who love the everyday life mundane things and I feel like it just comes down to romanticizing your life no matter what it looks like or what you do would you agree with that
1: yes definitely I was just gonna say just romanticize your life you can find you see it in anything And like I say, with our style signs we are just into the aesthetics and I think that's what put me off for so long because I like things to be aesthetically pleasing it makes me happy like it's something that I'm really into and obviously I'm in the right career for that as well but Mm -hmm. it would put me off for so long because I think oh like my outfit isn't aesthetic I don't want to post a photo of this or like my space isn't like aesthetic but you can there's little changes that you can make and there's ways that you can capture things and still upload it you don't necessarily have to but but like you say people aren't interested in the perfect you know curated reality and those pictures and things are amazing and there is a place for them but also people do just appreciate just the honesty and the realness as well and yeah I think you do just start to naturally attract those people and yeah I think personal brands are just the way forward and like you say people everyone thinks that their own life is boring and not interesting but the people that are posting stuff that you are like oh my god I love that they've shown that and that's really cool that they've done that I love that outfit even if you're not replying to it but people are going to think that about you know the stuff that you post as well you, you're posting stuff thinking oh this is boring no one's interested meanwhile you've got so many people watching your stories thinking I love that, that she's posted this so I think yeah just have the confidence to just go for it even when it feels scary <laughs> and I need to take yeah. my own
0: advice with that as well <laughs> Well, maybe after this, we'll we'll start on that. <laughs> well, you gave some amazing, amazing tips and advice. I'm definitely, since I'm like in the process of pivoting and rebranding, I'm definitely going to re-listen to this episode and take some notes. But do you have any final advice for anyone who is trying to build a brand for themselves, whether it be for their business or their personal brand? I know you already gave a lot of like practical tips and advice, but just maybe more so like words of encouragement. Yeah, I sort of give like the practical tips,
1: but I, w- I will say if you can invest in certain things, I, and it doesn't have to be everything at once, you can just prioritise things. Um, like I didn't have a brand shoot for, I think, two years until well, I was two years into my business and I only invested in copywriting last year. So you don't have to do everything at once, but certain things that is a priority to you and that's going to sort of like propel you initially and really help you and elevate your brand whether it's you know sort of like a product-based business or the personal brand I'd definitely say invest where you can as a more Mm -hmm. practical thing but also I think just have fun with it I think that would be advice I would give to me sort of starting my own business is that when I started out I really thought I had to be kind of really professional and almost like corporate sounding and I couldn't show my face I had to look like I was this studio like a really professional studio whereas like we've sort of said people do just want to see the human behind it and since i have started you know doing like brand shoots and things like that it's definitely really helped and i think because i i, I obviously feel really serious about my business so i've always taken it really seriously but i'm trying to remind myself to just enjoy the process as well and i don't have to take up them so seriously like i can just have fun and experiment. If things don't work out, then it doesn't matter. You can learn from it, try something different. So yeah, don't put too much pressure on yourself.
0: Yeah, I love that advice, especially because I think most of us who start our own business or personal brand, we started it because it was a passion of ours and something that brought us joy. And I think it's so important to keep that lightheartedness, that fun, that joy, that pushed you into starting this in the first place and that's definitely um something that i'm going through myself is just enjoy the process have fun experiment if something doesn't work or doesn't align then we pivot
1: exactly and i'm sort of in that same process as well just feeling like certain things aren't necessarily aligning and i'm just it kind of like makes me freak out a bit but it's like you say you can just pivot like you're not stuck in anything that you do there's loads of random things that I've tried that maybe haven't worked out but I learned from them came back and did something and that worked out better and felt more aligned and yeah I think just enjoy it because it's hopefully going to just be a long journey and you're just going to be constantly evolving and just have fun with it it doesn't have to be all serious and feeling like doom and gloom even though things can get stressful but mm-hmm. yeah I think have fun
0: yes and a final reminder that choosing to pivot or let something go does not make it a failure. Like you said, we are constantly evolving and growing as individuals. And if you have a brand or a business, it is only natural that your business or your brand is going to evolve with you. Exactly. And I think having a brand identity
1: that's kind of feels like you and isn't too based on trends, that is essential as well. I think that will help you when you do want to pivot in the future and things naturally evolve you've got a brand that it doesn't matter if you pivot like it makes sense for you still and I think that's where the personal brands come in as well that people you know they they love you for your personality and everything that you have to offer and so it doesn't matter how many times you pivot what directions you go in you're still going to have a community that are interested in that and are going to follow from you essentially buy from you and just yeah keep up with you
0: Yes, I agree with everything that you just said. And I just want to say thank you again, Imogen, for joining me in today's conversation. Where can people find you if they're interested in your tips and advice that you share for business branding, web design and all that, or if they're interested in possibly working with you?
1: Um, so you can follow me on Instagram, which is just at Um And then for my services, it's on, everything's on my website, which is just bzucreative.com. And if you go to the link in my bio on my instagram there's a bunch of different options for if you want to join newsletters and things like that if you want to hear more from
0: me and any tips and things like that and i will be sure to link all of that down below and just a little quick side note i love your newsletter the aesthetic first of all i feel like i'm reading a magazine is yours is the only newsletter that i genuinely like look forward to and i open i love it so much and you need to come out with like an actual magazine or something because i need more of it
1: (laughs) oh thank you so much that's so nice to hear because yeah i really try and put a lot of effort into emails and newsletters and that's another tip as well especially for any type of business email newsletters are still in still a thing grow your email list they're the people that are like the hottest leads that want to hear from you They're signing up to something a completely different platform to hear from you
0: but yeah thank you so much that's so kind (laughs) and there you have it my loves that concludes our conversation for today i don't know about you guys but i am definitely going to be re-listening to this episode and taking notes as i mentioned in the episode i'm kind of in this season in my career where i'm pivoting i'm transitioning i'm rebranding and i think that emotion provided some really great tips on how to stay true to yourself and not feel like you have to follow trends or be someone that you're not. So I'm definitely going to apply a lot of the tips that she mentioned when it comes to how to show up authentically on social media and also how to stay true to my personal brand and kind of pivot into the direction that I'm trying to go in. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Again, if you're interested in checking out Emojin's Notion template to help you stay on track and organized in your business or even just in your life, I will leave the link to the template down below if you want to follow Emojin on Instagram. I will leave that below as well as her website if you're interested in checking out any of her services. That is all I have to say for today's episode. As a final reminder, be sure to check out our sponsors for today's episode. Everything will be linked in the show notes. As always, until next time, remember to just glow with it.